Do you find it difficult to come up with content ideas for your podcast? Or perhaps you've gotten stuck during an interview with a guest where you just have nothing to ask anymore? Try Poddex today. Poddex is the best all-in-one podcast idea generation tool. You get everything from podcast ideas to interesting conversation starters for interviews, engaging discussions, for your live streams, and even social media content ideas. With this tool, you don't have to spend weeks trying to come up with content for an episode or unique questions for your guests. Just shuffle the cards and pick one at random. Hit the record button and get started. Now you can make better content, have more fun while you're at it, and get your viral moment, all with Poddex. Head over to poddex.com and use code C4C. Once again, poddex.com and use code C4C. Hi, I am Raphael Harry. I am the host of White Label American Podcast. And this is my participation in the C4 Challenge with the Content Creators of Color Collective. I am going to be answering five questions from amazing content creators and sometimes everyday people who inspire me or are just relatable in one way or the other. So enjoy and I hope you get to learn something about me and also check out people who ask me questions. Thank you. C4 challenge. Today I'll be answering questions from Jai, the man I like to call Dr. Jai. He's a creative director and sound engineer wizard. He is also behind the AMBC network and the Everyday People show. So let's dive in. Question number one. How did you meet your wife? That's, uh, yeah, very Y2K. Well, I guess I'll say Y2K. Well, that's very old now. Uh, I met her via Tinder. Yeah, I, I swiped left. Is it left or right? No, I don't know. I haven't been there forever. Uh, yeah, but I swiped the right way and we matched. She, she swiped on me too. And well, and yeah, one we, we chatted a lot, and then we went on dates and watched the movie Deadpool. Well, for more on that, go check out episode fifty of my podcast, and then you you get full gist there. Question number two: Tell us a story about why you joined the navy. <laughs> Ah, uh, all right. I, 
joined the Navy because uh, there was no uh, family was putting so much pressure on me and uh, you get your two weeks grace as soon as you arrived in America you know you, you dance around and you know and then it's like hey what you want to do you want to go to school go get a student loan or go work at uh, Walmart McDonald's or go becoming nursing like all the Nigerians and Ghanaians here and I was like nursing what type well, I, I've never worked in a hospital I don't want to work in a hospital uh, me now yeah I can work in a hospital because you know when you're coming from the mind the, the, what I was used to in Nigeria you know you, you, you're you not used to working you're not used to the big hospitals because you go to the smaller clinics and all that because you don't go to the big hospitals the general hospitals except you you're close to dying you know well but um, yeah, so you can be an accountant working at the hospital. You can be in supply chain. You can be everything. You can be there. But the way we, the language was framed to me was like nursing. There's money, and there's money in some in some nursing. Not all nursing, but uh, yeah, I never wanted to be a nurse. I never cared about being a nurse. And shout out to people who are nurses. Uh, you guys do a great job. It's not my calling. I don't. It's not, not something I've ever wanted to be. So, um, I was just confused because I did not know my options. And uh, my cousin said, uh, "Join the navy." And I said, "I can't swim." And um, I wanted to join the army because I thought, you know, if you join army, you don't have to go to near water, right? Uh, army has more boats than navy. FYI. Uh, and yeah, one thing led to another, you know, and I ended up in the Navy. Just cut long story short. <laughs> uh, for more on that, go go to um, Jay's podcast. Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a guest there and I gave more details about why I joined the Navy on his podcast. Question number three. Mention one funny moment from your time in the Navy and one very challenging one. Oh my goodness. Why everybody why everybody wanna know about my time in the Navy, man? What's a funny moment from my time in the Navy? Hmm. Ah, okay. Well, I don't know if this will count as a funny moment, but the first time I had to give uh command a briefing for the whole command. Well, it was uh more a training, it was more of a training, yeah. And my command everybody they were lazy man a whole bunch of lazy folks they did not want they were supposed to come to my work center and then i give the training there because it's a training everybody gives training on your workstation how it operates because everybody the 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 modus of operandi is that you're supposed to know how every station is run so once in a while like when you have a duty you get to work in different stations so you can learn also but once uh every week somebody from a different station gives a training and tells you what they do at their station so you can have an idea and if you are called on in case of an emergency you can step in there you know so it's kind of the way we keep the the, the we oil the machine and keep it running 24 7 and it was my turn to give the training and this uh um the hope my my work center was not at the main command building it was uh there were three work centers that were outside of our command building so you had to drive to my center and these motherfuckers did not want to come to my work center so they said no 
give the training at the main building, which meant I had to improvise and give this training at a place that I'm not familiar with and just, but I had to make do with what I had. So I, you know, told everybody, all right, come to the the main uh, the main desk that's like a reception. It, it stands like, it, it acts like a reception area. And then I gave this training and I think more, most of my English back then was uh, on the British side because I'd barely, I don't think I'd been in the United States for over a year. Yeah, I was just over a year in the United States. So a lot of my English was still heavily British. And after I was done with the training, I think a few guys clapped for me. Well, one, uh, there was this white dude who I would later on not come to like anyway. But I, many people didn't like him. So it wasn't just a, a me thing. But he, he ran up to me and was like, wow, you speak so eloquently. That's so wonderful. How long have you been in America? I said, uh, uh, about a year. He's like, wow. And you learned English so fast. That is amazing. Wow. That's how America does wonders for people, you know. I'm so proud of how America has taught you English. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, because honestly, I didn't have time for... I didn't have time to to just shut him down or, like, cuss him out. Because, yeah, sometimes I, I would just shoot back with something sarcastic. Or something. I was just... But I think I went with the sarcastic route. Because I was just like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, that's true. That's true. America taught me English. So, yeah. <laughs> and I just walked away. And he was just smiling and happy. And I hope he didn't... Uh, maybe he went and told somebody else and it cussed him out. But... <laughs> just... <laughs> But I was just dying in laughter, like, wow, this guy just, just thought that um, I learned my English yesterday. So, okay, good for him. He must have gone home and said, wow, an American. I met a guy born in Nigeria who learned English within one year in America. Look at that. <laughs> uh, the one very challenging one. Okay, I, I already shared this in a previous question, so I won't go with that anymore. I won't go with the streaming. Uh, what else in Navy? Um... Okay, when I was in the Middle East, I had to be, uh, I was voluntold. So you can volunteer or you can be voluntold. And I was voluntold into the firefighting, the volunteer firefighting force. And I got to work on rescue. You got to wake up at 4 a.m. and you go do firefighting drills. So I was on the rescue team. So um, we are not the first to get into a burning building, but when uh, let's say a building collapses then we can like within minutes uh, like dismantle the, the debris and like dig out people or like even if a building is on fire we can go in there and like pull bodies out like you know if someone has passed out someone has collapsed you can go into the uh the the smoking building so you do all that drills you do all that training and you learn a whole bunch of stuff and uh yeah it was it was quite challenging because uh guess what the heat was coming and when you put on the the firefighting uniform and as soon as you put on that helmet man you can't see anything when the, the heat came in bahrain or bahrain as it said bahrain uh, yeah it becomes foggy so you only put on the helmet, the firefighting helmet, before you run into the building. You literally wait till the last second. 
So, man, that, that, that stuff wasn't fun, man. It wasn't as much fun as I thought it would be. It was, it was mad challenging, and I couldn't wait to get out of it. And I had no interest in becoming a firefighter after that because uh, firefighting looked cool. I was like, yeah, maybe I want to do this. And because uh, I had a chance to become a federal firefighter after the Navy, and I said, hell to the no. I don't want to mess with that. That ain't my calling. Are you a podcaster who does not have a website? You do not know where to begin. You are afraid. You are worried. Well, worry not. Podpage is here for you to start your website. All you need is go to podpage.com. And in less than five minutes, you have a website running. There's amazing colors, great templates to guide you. And if you want to go Podpage Pro, hey, all you need to do is hit the c4challenge.com website and check out the code there, C4C, and get your discount and begin. Podpage.com, that's for you. Question number four. Apart from life, what are you most grateful for? Hmm. My daughter, my missus, my missus' family. Uh, they've been very good to me. And um, everyone who supports my creative journey, I... Uh, I'm grateful for them. I'm not religious. I don't believe in God. I don't believe in a God. Uh, uh, there are multi. There are over four thousand gods. So yeah, I rather instead of believing in one God, I can believe in four thousand if I need to. But I'm grateful for people who don't say because you're not my, you know, you don't worship. Because I come from a Christian uh, family, conservative Christian family background, and I'm grateful for people who don't say because you're not. Uh, you no longer follow that path born in hell you know so I'm grateful for those, for those people I'm grateful for people who recognize and respect my boundaries um, yeah and I am but most important of all I'm grateful for those who saw that I'm no longer pursuing that oh you must uh, because I'm from Nigeria I must buy a house uh, buy 10 cars and you know show off unnecessarily to people back home and they still show me love in their own way and whatever way that they can so yeah I'm very grateful for that and I continue to love uh, and I love them back too so yeah that, that's what I'm most grateful for question number 5 and the last question Two prospects for the future. Say in a 10 years time, two things you hope to have achieved. Man, why y'all want to know about my future, man? I don't give a damn. <laughs> uh, I, I, I live in the present, man. Except if I'm going to become that, um, the Grand Supreme Marshal of Africa, then yeah, we know, but... <laughs> ah... Okay, let's be serious now. Two prospects for the future. Hmm. Uh, hey, at least uh, 100,000 Patreons. Well, I don't know. Uh, 
Uh, hope to have achieved 10 years time. Oh, my daughter should be getting closer to getting out of the house. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I can't be serious on that question. I can't. I can't. Um, I'm, I'm, I love seeing my. I love seeing people win. So my missus, I know she'll be doing. She should be. Uh, well, hopefully, you know, she's the head of uh, her career field at some um, company, and I can be as high as possible in my podcasting and in whatever other creative venture that I choose to follow. So yeah. We'll see. We'll see. So, thank you for the questions, Dr. Jai. And uh, please check out his work, the AMBC Network, Everyday People Show. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to check out the C4 Challenge. There are other fantastic creators like myself included. And for more of my content, go to www.whitelabelamerican.com. And if you want to get bonus content, join us on Patreon, where there's loads and loads and loads of content, including questions from my Patreons up there. Please, we welcome your support. We have merch you know, you're not only supporting me, you're supporting Black-owned businesses. And I also give back to fellow content creators of color too, and from minority groups. I am Raphael Harry, host of White Label American Podcast. Thank you for the privilege of your company.